But the big talking point which we cannot ignore, it's more than a talking point, it's a responsibility, it's a pain in the heart, it is a uh, responsibility and duty that we owe to uh, Muslims around the world and uh, in this case uh, fellow Muslims in the land of Bilad al-Sham as well as uh, Turkey is the uh, fallout from the earthquake where the latest toll as I see updated just a few minutes ago says that those who have passed away now have uh, surpassed the 33,000 mark with uh, something like 29,605 confirmed uh, people who have passed away in Turkey and 4,500 people at least have passed away in Sham. Now there's been a lot of focus uh, and rightfully so on what is going on in Turkey and many people have flocked there from all over the world uh, but because of the dynamics uh, it is not so easy in Bilad al-Sham and uh, hopefully with the connection that we have this evening trying to get a picture piece together what had occurred and uh, the needs and uh, the, the, the the sites from uh, uh, Syria at this moment in time Masiya Saluji joins us on the line Masiya shukran for your time Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and shukran for joining us uh, in these circumstances Alaikum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Uh, obviously this is not just about information gathering. It's about a real crisis that you are living through uh, and so many people in Pilat sham living through at this moment in time. Uh, but just to build us up to this point, uh, if you could uh, basically retrace the steps as to what had occurred um, almost now a week ago in your part of the world and surroundings. Okay, so it was around 4 o'clock in uh, our time, uh, 4 a.m. in the morning, and uh, we woke up to the feel of our bed shaking quite badly. Um, It took me a minute to actually realize what was happening. My husband said, it's an earthquake, just get the children and let's get out. And uh, we we, we got up, but it was was actually like, it was so severe, it was really difficult to to stay balanced uh, in while walking. So we were kind of like, like you know, trying to hold onto the wall and walk and get. We got the children, and um, we just went outside. It was middle of the night, raining and icy cold. Um, we didn't really even stop to put on our shoes. It was just like urgent to just get out of the house because uh, we actually didn't expect the house to to uh, make it. Alhamdulillah, it, it, it's made stronger than we expected it to be. And we waited outside. It, it went on for quite a while. It was. It wasn't like. In the past, when I've experienced earthquakes, it's been like half a minute, maybe one minute max. This went out for a few minutes, went on for a few minutes at least. Uh, we waited for the shaking to stop, and then we came back in, went back to you know sort of like clean, uh, dry the kids off, got them back into bed, and went to, uh, like got back into um, uh, warm ourselves as well. And just a few minutes later, the same thing happened, and again it was severe again, but not so long the second time around. Uh, so we all went out again and um, waited again for it to pass. This time, alhamdulillah, it was over quite quickly. Um, since then, there's been a lot of uh, aftershocks and there's been two, sub- uh, two subsequent earthquakes, earthquakes that I know of as well. Um, I, to be honest, you know, I, 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 there's times when uh, after, in the aftermath, you feel like things are moving around you, but it's not really just from like... You know, like when, when a person like spins around in a room and, and when they eventually stop, it seems like the room is still spinning. So that's basically like what it can be like. So, but um, later on that day around Dhuhr, um, there was again an earthquake. Things started rattling in the house again. The house started shaking. 
and I took the children and, and left immediately again. And um, that didn't last too long either, alhamdulillah. And the next morning, uh, just around Fajr as well, the same thing happened. Um, there's been a lot of aftershocks. Last night, we had one at around 930 um, and it was, uh, I believe it registered around 4.4, uh, a magnitude of 4.4. It was, it, it's not, it wasn't bad enough that, alhamdulillah, you know, it was, uh, not dangerous. Um, but it's been continuing the aftershocks and I don't know, they, they're saying it, it should continue still for a while as well because of the magnitude of the earthquake when it happened. So that was our experience. Alhamdulillah, we, we didn't really have much damage in the house, just, um, in the other room, bookshelves fell over, damaged, damaged belongings and stuff, but nothing in terms of, um, uh, infrastructure, alhamdulillah. Uh, further down on our road, there are people who passed away, uh, wall, I believe their wall fell on them and, there's uh, quite a few walls down in the area, but but like Alhamdulillah, not complete houses that collapsed like uh, around half an hour away from us. Uh, uh, so when we must say hear about the the death toll in in Syria and the the damage in Syria, you've you've mentioned uh, death and dis- destruction very close by to you. But where would be the if you'd like the the epicenter or the areas uh, around you that would be the hardest hit by this tragedy? From what I believe, in our area, in the free territories, Silkin, Harim, Bassinia, um, uh, these areas are like really, really badly hit. Today, even we went to a place called Hamzia, also quite badly hit. Uh, so those, those areas, like a lot of houses fell down, um, a lot of people passed away. We stopped, for example, at one place, uh, like you'll find a 12 people in a in a house passed away another place 25 people another place seven people like whole families basically wiped out in the earthquake now the 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 point that you made earlier and you have referenced this before uh the uh fact that earthquakes are fairly common in this area but obviously this being on a, a scale altogether uh altogether different uh so just to elaborate on that point uh you know to some degree people uh, have a kind of immunity or people can have a kind of uh, prior experience and, and uh, th- therefore, uh, you know, mild earthquakes are kind of a common occurrence that uh, people have, you know, built up a kind of understanding of uh, prior to this earthquake? Gee, so um, I, I believe at least for two years or so, maybe longer, that um, it's been like quite regular that there's been earthquakes occurring. I know Turkey is quite an epicenter for earthquakes as well, and it, it, it reaches us too, but um, never to the extent that it was, of course, um, this, this past week. Uh, I, I think that like, the first time I remember experiencing an earthquake, I, I didn't actually know that it was an earthquake. Um, I was sitting with a friend, and it was the middle of winter as well, and, and, and the gas heater was on, and... Uh, I just thought I saw the wall swaying and I, I was wondering if maybe the gas was open too much or what was the case, like, like if I'm seeing something. And I said to her, look, can I, can I turn the gas heater a, a bit low because I, I think I'm, uh, I, I'm feeling dizzy or something because it looks to me like the walls are swaying. And she said to me, are you experiencing it as well? I'm, I'm feeling it too. And at the time, I thought it was because of the, the foundation of our house because the house we were in was not, the foundation was not very good. So I said to her, you know what, let's get out of the house and I'll try and find out if, if, it's, um, if it's the foundation. 
And we left and uh, uh, Alhamdulillah, the net was working, the internet was working. And we saw a few minutes later, like on the news um, agencies, uh, all the news agencies saying that that was basically an earthquake. So it's it's been like that for a while. Uh, we, you know, quite regularly we have that kind of thing where you see the like slight swing of the house or something, but uh, never, subhanAllah, never to the extent where you can physically feel yourself being literally moved and where, where things have actually fallen down in the house or, or things like that. So, subhanAllah, like, you, you, you know, you say, like, you built an immunity. And, yeah, that's right. Like, we, I, I believe we did. When, when um, if it had happened, like, for example, a day before, uh, something minor, you'd be like, okay, it's, it's okay. It's, I think there's probably an earthquake going on. But after, after the earthquake hit, subhanAllah, the magnitude of that earthquake and the fear that you feel at that time, I, I think the opposite now has happened. Like, every time something small or there's a slight uh, possibility that something's happening, you, you actually become really panicky and wonder, you know, is it going to become be as bad as that time? Last night, I, <clears throat> when the aftershock occurred, I had just gotten into bed after Isha and um, my daughter was asleep in the basket next to me. She's, she's a little baby, about uh, five months old. And um, I, I was lying in bed and I thought like, uh, I felt the bed being moved slightly. And uh, I, I, I thought, am I imagining it? Is, it? is that an aftershock or am I just like, you know, imagining it? And, and then I thought, okay, maybe it's my daughter. And I heard my daughter making sounds. I thought, okay, maybe she made a few sounds and moved over in the basket. And the basket might have, you know, um, sometimes when it's directly against the bed, might have caused a bit of uh, me to feel some, some movement. And then I saw messages on, 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 um, on my telegram from friends saying, did you guys feel that, um, you know, something's happening? And at that point, I, I got up. And when I got up, I thought, no, anyway, if she had moved in the basket, it would have been too far for me to feel anything. And I went out of my room. And as I stood there, I saw the wall swaying in front of me. And subhanAllah, like maybe if this had occurred before last week, I, I would have just like gone on with my, with everything like normal. But at that time, when, when I saw it last night, I put on my abaya, my hijab and my niqab. Because, you know, if things, subhanAllah, maybe we might need to leave or if we pass away, Allah, you know, if, if it's our father that this is death at that time, you don't want to be found in, in clothes that are not covering. So, um, yeah, like it's completely different to how I would have reacted prior to the earthquake as in compared to now. A lot of uh, focus on Turkey at this moment in time and uh, th despite uh, you know the, the the country Turkey uh, being advanced uh, the, the 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 earthquake has really wreaked immense uh, difficulty and many challenges being experienced in the uh, recovery as well as the the aid efforts but many people are uh, raising much concern about the situation inside uh, Syria as to uh, you know, because of the lack of people being able to come from the outside, what exactly is the state in terms of recovery, in terms of uh, assistance? Is that an accurate reflection that uh, at this moment in time there are uh, there's you know f way little, uh, way too little assistance for the requirements? And do we actually know the full picture of the damage uh, that has been incurred and the needs uh, at this moment? Oh, Jay, I think one of the, the problems here is that obviously we don't have the same kind of coverage that uh, Turkey has. So I think, I believe the death toll is higher than what's been uh, registered uh, as well. Because what happens here is 
you have a lot of lone families who don't even a lot of people don't even know who you know um where family is or or like for example my husband for three days they were looking for a brother that um they knew who they hadn't heard from since the earthquake hit it took them two days to find one family um alhamdulillah the brother ended up being okay but because the net was down as well we had no internet uh for like uh we had internet the day of the earthquake up until around the hur up until the, the the earthquake in the middle of the day hit and after that our internet cut completely for one day when it eventually came back it was like really weak so this delayed things a lot as well uh, people didn't know where others were uh the for two days they were looking for one family one of my friends and her husband and her three children they all passed away um in the uh, they were living in a flat in Harim uh, which is one of the worst hit areas and uh, basically the entire flat collapsed five stories came crashing down and uh, they struggled um, for two days they they looked uh, trying to find their body they didn't have machinery to move they literally the brothers went in with chainsaws and stuff trying to get the cement roof off to try to you know get through to, to the bodies underneath so this is a big um uh, problem here firstly we don't have enough machinery to get to the bottom of things up until now for example i, I just came from um uh, hamazia where we visited some of the the people who had been hit by the earthquake they say we <clears throat> they showed our us their house entirely on the ground but they have certain things inside right now they're living in a tent they don't know they're unable to get anything from the house because you need machinery to lift up lift the masonry off you know and be able to get to the bottom and uh, maybe salvage some of the clothing or whatever is salvageable after the building collapsed so um this was a big issue the lack of machinery we had initially to delay things and allahu alam as a result they always well um you know uh, the the recovery efforts were delayed a lot of people ended up passing away by the time they were found so that was one thing the other thing is um uh the borders have been closed since the uh earthquake occurred it's only been open for bringing um syrian refugees who had been in turkey and passed away during the earthquake they opened it to bring their bodies back into syria so um they not they haven't been allowing aid through yet because of course and we understand like of course turkey has been hit really badly too firstly secondly no no um business items had been allowed through so what happened was in the first few days after the earthquake hit uh initially the 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 families were housed either in friends houses or they were put in madrasas in in in, in um uh, masajid and they stayed their community centers any kind of you know even subhanallah even the malls there was like one or two new malls that came up within the last year even they said come stay in the malls you know just to get the people off the street and we're trying to relocate people but uh within the first few days all the tents in the free areas had been sold out all the blankets had been sold out all the mattresses had been sold out so um what happened then was we had to start asking people whoever has extra in their houses can you please donate and we try to you know share out between us uh and now we're waiting for the borders to open so that tents can come in so that um, you know we can buy from turkey basically buy tents buy Uh, mattresses by blankets because these are the main things people need in order to be relocated so at the moment it's very difficult to relocate people um we focusing just on mainly on stuff like food and 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 food packs clothing things basic things and things which other people have to give 
Uh, to those less fortunate. Uh, so I want to end up on that uh, just about two minutes, two or three minutes left. Uh, you know, your spiritual reflections on this. Uh, we know the great difficulties that the people of Sham uh, have had to endure uh, over a long period of time. This coming on top of that, how are people making sense of that? How would you make sense of that? And uh, the, the call to people in South Africa uh, in terms of assistance, please. Um, I think um, uh, one of the beautiful things I read was written by one, uh, an Afghani writer and he said um, glad tidings to the people of Syria, to the people of Sham. He said uh, um, for, for 12 years you've experienced um, uh, Ba'sa and the raw poverty and hardship, difficulty and uh, now your, your very earth, the very earth has shaken beneath you and then he, he spoke about a verse in the Quran in which Allah says um, uh, do you think that you would enter paradise when that which had come to those before you will not come to you? Uh, that they, they were afflicted with poverty and hardship and the, the, they were shaken to their core. The word zulzilu is used also for zilzila, for earthquake. They were shaken to their core until the Prophet, the, the messenger and those with him said, um, where is the help of Allah? Allah inna nasrallahi qareeb, barely the help of Allah is, is near. And he, he wrote this and he said, um, you've experienced your ba'asa, you've experienced your darra, your poverty, your hardship, and now you've experienced the zulzilu part, the part where you were shaken to your core. And, and you will ask, where is the help of Allah? Barely, this is glad tidings for you that the help of Allah is near. So um, definitely on the one hand, we, we have to reflect as the ummah, what are we lacking that Allah is um, testing us with this kind of thing, this difficulty? You know, this is a sign of Akhirul Zaman that we experience abundant earthquakes and we have to make a lot of istighfar so that we hope that Allah protects us from uh, his adab and his punishment, that Allah must not make this kind of situation a punishment for us, that Allah must make it glad tidings for us. Uh, and secondly, that inshallah, we look at it and we hope that the way we respond, the way the victims respond, the way the, the, those who can help respond, all of this is a test for, for both the victims and the rest of the ummah. Um, how the victims respond, whether they have sabr, whether they appreciate what little they have left and try their best to look, you know, to, 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 to withstand it um, uh, with tawakkul in Allah and how the rest of the ummah responds, whether we just turn a blind eye or whether we um, uh, offer our hand and help however we can. Um, this is a test for us too. So, uh, and, and, and really, I want to say a big, big jazakumullah khairan to everyone. Really, subhanAllah, I, it's been a long time since I've seen the ummah reach out and try to, to do what they can for the rest of the ummah. It, it, it was so heartwarming to see the efforts, um, both here in Syria and, and across the world. Uh, here in Syria, you know, uh, subhanAllah, like the sisters were, were, were messaging us and please just tell us what to do, what we can do. Uh, I have this, I have like an extra jacket that my son doesn't wear, where can I give it? It's simple things, but it just makes you realize how much people really care, alhamdulillah. And even across the world, so many people in South Africa and across the world messaging, asking, how can we get help to you? What can we do from here to, to make the situation easier? Today, a sister, uh, she's a widow. She has an orphan daughter. Um, she, she, subhanAllah, like, and she's one of the needy people here and she, she had a cold bracelet and she took it off and she, she gave it to me, a gold chain, she took it off and she gave it to me and she said, take this, sell it and give the proceeds from this to, to, to the people who need it from the earthquake. And subhanAllah, it's really, it, it opens your eyes to the fact that at the end of the day, the Ummah is one body, inshallah, everyone is here to support one another. So may Allah reward everyone to the people in South Africa, if you guys want to donate and, um, 
right now, Alhamdulillah, financial assistance is coming and it's been a big help and we're waiting for the borders to open in, in order to buy um, uh, tents and, 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 and those things from Turkey. But if you want to donate, you can donate uh, right now for hot meals, food packs and clothing uh, via the Two Lights Foundation in South Africa. Inshallah, just go onto my Facebook page or Twitter and, and inshallah, the details are available or drop me a message if you don't find it and I'll, I'll send it to you how you can donate, inshallah. And um, yeah, jazakallah khair once again to everyone. Allah, keep everyone safe, protect everyone. Make us glad tidings for the ummah, forgive us, make, allow us to take heed from it and to, inshallah, correct whatever shortcomings we have and turn to Allah. Ameen. Ameen. Jazakallah khairan for uh, joining us in these circumstances and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you and uh, all the... <coughs> those in this situation in in Turkey and Syria the strength to be able to bear this test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Masiha shukran for your time and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh